shut the door. I don't think that'll affect the sound quality too much. There's not much going on out there. I don't think so. There's also not much going on in here. <laughs> not in this brain hole. Huh. Uh, I'm Keenan. And I'm Derek. <laughs> True neutral. True neutral. <laughs> uh, it's It's been another week of um, days. Of days and things. There were minutes, too. Indeed, there were in possibly even seconds. And circumstances. Circumstances <laughs> happened this week? Yeah, probably. Probably some resolutions. Yeah. Um, uh, things. I assume some affirmation and also sadness. Yeah, probably. All those things almost definitely happened. Over I mean, the course of the week. I mean, to yeah. someone, definitely. Yes. Yes. I don't claim any of those emotions. Or... Um, circumstances. Yeah. Or minutes. <laughs> Don't claim a single one of those minutes. Uh, how was your week? Um, it was fine. Uh, kind of boring, honestly. Work has been very, very slow. And when work is very slow, I get very bored. Because yeah. I have nothing to do. And I feel like I'm essentially being paid to just stand around. Which some people would probably enjoy. I hate that. But I can't... It makes it everything go by so slowly. Yeah. I, I can't stand it, actually. It's it's awful. Yeah, the slowness has been affecting my job as well, and, like, it's not as bad because there's always something to clean, but, like, I am I am effectively just um, cleaning right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, basically. And, uh, I do the thing where you just grab the spray bottle and a rag and you wipe the same few tables and counters over and over again because you just need to have something to do. Well, yeah, and there's only so much to, to clean without, like... Because every now and then we'll get a rush and you need to get called back or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't, like, pull stuff out and have a bunch of stuff in the way because if you get called away, there's a chance you might not be able to get back to that before somebody needs to use that or go there or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't, like, do a big cleaning project. You just have to clean stuff and close enough where you can hear. Yeah, right. And it's it's ugh, it's just so annoying. And most of the time, they could get through those rushes without you. They just call you back so they can get through them smooth, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know how necessary I am. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I have that feeling a lot where it's like, I need the money, but also if we didn't need me here, then why am I here? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like... Honestly, it's just kind of a depression trigger for me. It's just like, I I really am just just another just another thing here. Like, mm-hmm. just another counter, just another tally, and it's just like, damn... Yeah, I, I just wish I were vital <laughs> to to something. I mean, I'm vital to my son, and I can I can keep keep my solace in that. And I I make this podcast with you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm vital to the, the 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 people who listen. I guess maybe. Yeah. Um, other than slow work, I really haven't been doing a whole lot, honestly. Slow work? Yeah. Slow work in Final Fantasy VIII, still? Uh, yeah, yeah. Still playing Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Taking my time with it, having some fun. Good. (laughs) Good, good. Uh, how was your week? It's, it's been a week, uh, nothing, nothing too spectacular, um, uh, my son's getting in trouble at school, so that's that's good. It's making me miss out on hours that I'm already, you know, a little short on because it is slow season. Yeah. And um, I keep getting cut early. I mean, my, my next check is going to be pitiful. Yeah, I know how that goes. So My last one was just awful. Oh, and for stupid reasons, I'm being garnished. Not stupid reasons, just... It was just something I didn't understand, and now I owe a lot of money because house stuff. Ah. And just... Yeah, that's just kind of a bummer. Yeah. It's taking, like, a limited amount out of every check, but if I don't pay it off, I'm assuming it's going to take my taxes. Yeah. So, 
That sucks. Yeah, that's no bueno. Yeah. Uh, no I, bueno indeed. And obviously I'm not going to be able to pay it off because I'm broke. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, I'm just kind of <laughs> in a hole right now. Down in a hole. Yeah. Yeah, so, I I don't know. I might have to sell some guitars or Lego or something. I'm going to try not to sell guitars. I've got a lot of Lego, but it's just getting them together for sale is such a pain in the ass. (laughs) Right. Like, omega pain in the ass. Making sure you have the parts list accurate, like, Mm -hmm. oof, it's a big thing. But on the other hand, I can just sell completed sets, no extra pieces, that sort of thing. Which is nice as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at, thinking about what stuff to sell, and, um, you know, I, instead of doing anything that might um, be a financial viable second option, or looking for other work, or anything along those lines, I'm, I'm just playing guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair, yeah. as you do, you know? Yeah. When you're in a hole, you turn to art. Huh. That's that's what we do. <laughs> turn to the light, the one light, the single light. Art. Yeah. It's always there to be a light. It's a good light. <laughs> it's generally multicolored. Right? It's very convenient. Or very black and white. Mm-hmm. Sometimes very bright, sometimes very dark. But it's still a light somehow. Yes. <laughs> sometimes it's a black light. Yeah. And then you get embarrassed. <laughs> uh, no, and I, I quite frankly have not been keeping up on news. No news? I, I, I guess Trump's doing really well in the presidential race, which is odd because, you know, he's probably going to be in jail. Yeah, and didn't a bunch of states already take him off the ballot? At least two did. I don't, I like I said, I just have not been keeping up on stuff yeah. this last couple weeks. But I know at least Colorado and I think Maine did. Yeah. And, well, with, you know, legal justification, too, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's just amazing to me, and uh, whoa, 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 I'm not a Trump supporter. <laughs> Shock of all shocks. Uh, uh, yeah, but it's it's just fascinating to me that anybody can like see any of the things he's done and go, yeah, he's a leader. And then him, his, his like whole thing is being like fully American, and he's charged with so many crimes right now. Mm-hmm. Like, properly indicted on so many crimes right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just feel like the red-blooded American would generally be against that, but I guess uh-huh. not. America was built on crime. You know, the like, Boston yeah. Tea Party. Yeah, it's but what none started of these crimes are cool, even. No, none of them are Tea Party levels. None of them are Tea Party levels. None of them are. One of them is like you know trying to overthrow the election a little or the government a little bit, inciting a riot. Yeah, well, inciting a coup. A coup. <laughs> An attempted coup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did storm the Capitol and actually attack people in the building. Like, it wasn't it wasn't a light thing. A woman died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is also a really bad job at doing that. Mm-hmm. And for the wrong reasons and with the wrong attitude. Mm-hmm. It is where fucking trad wives and incels going in there, not... Not like well-rounded thinking people, right? It was, it was forum-infested, fucking four <laughs> chan peoples. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a well-rounded, just normal person in society. And I, I don't mean to be like a derogatory to people who are uh, perpetually online. I, I was gonna say on four chan. Oh yeah, well no, I'll be derogatory to four chan as a whole. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, I don't don't attack me, but I mean, you guys are a bunch of perverts. I mean, I think every a bunch of perverts and weirdos. Every I'm a bunch form. of perverts and weirdos. It's just not my kind of perversion or weirdness. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, 
Uh, everybody's their own kind of perverted weirdo. <laughs> if you jack off to stamps, yeah, that's perverted and weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> I just... Th- my first thought was stamp collectors. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's a weird hobby to me. It's not... The most entertaining of hobbies, that's for sure. Yeah. Very, very fastidious. Um, I don't remember what I was talking about. News, I got distracted Trump by stamp collectors. Things. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, just baffled that he's like th- that. His base that seems so red blooded, fight for America is like him. Like they like him. Yeah, that they like him. It's amazing to me that anybody likes that man. That's and that, totally fair. That's that's the part that gets me. People are like full on down for him still to this day, one hundred percent just down for Trump. And I'm just like, I he's such a dick. Right? Like, he's just like just on a base level, just he's a dick, and then ostensibly a bad person. And and then like he he has no good policies, and he didn't follow through on the policies you said that you wanted him to do. Like. It's not like he he didn't do anything good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he just is a dick, and you like that, and that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. I judge you. I judge you if you have Trump stickers. Right, I judge you. I judge you. Um, I do have one little piece of news here that I oh, thought good. you would find fun. Yes. So, apparently, there's a new Looney Tunes movie on the horizon. Oh. It's their first... From e- Warner Brothers CEO David Zaslav? It is from Warner Bros, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it is uh, their first ever fully animated Looney Tunes movie meant for a theatrical film release. Oh, it's not going to be very good, is it? Uh, probably not. <laughs> um, it's called, uh, let's see here, The Day the Earth Blew Up, a Looney Tunes movie. Oh, maybe it'll be good. That sounds good. Uh, there's a little blurb about the plot of it here. Uh, planet Earth faces a th- the threat of an alien invasion, and humanity's only hope lies with Porky Pig and Daffy Duck. Okay. So it's going to be a sci-fi buddy action comedy with Porky and Daffy as the main characters. That's um, not... Not what I expected. And here is... Uh, it might be better than what I expected, he, but... Here's a, a tweet that was posted with some of the artwork, uh, like, for the the main thing. It's very classic Looney Tunes-style artwork. Like, they didn't zhuzh it up. They didn't... It doesn't look like they really brought it into the main... Like, it, it, it looks like they're going for that old-school Looney Tunes kind of look. Which I appreciate very much. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually significantly more interested in it. I thought they were gonna go full on like, we're Looney Tunes in a movie, but it looks like they're just gonna tell an extended Looney Tunes story. Yeah, no, it's just gonna be a, a movie that happens to take place in the Looney Tunes universe, which I think it actually could be good. Yeah, well, they don't have Bugs Bunny right at the front, which is I think important. Mm-hmm. And like, just just the fact that it's it's not. It doesn't look like it's going to be a big self-referential mess. There's more, a little bit more plot here that I found. Okay. Um, Are you going to prove me wrong on that last thing I said? I uh, hope not. Probably not. Um, uh,. Porky and Daffy are unlikely heroes when their antics at the local bubblegum factory uncover a secret alien mind control plot. Against all odds, the two are determined to save their town and the world. Oh my god, that sounds classic as fuck. Yeah, that is if they don't drive each other crazy in the process. Yeah, yeah. It, it really sounds like just a classic... Like an oh ex- my god, I'm actually excited <laughs> for that. I, I, I definitely went into that cynically, and I... I apologize to the people working on that movie, if they ever hear this, but I do not apologize to Warner Brothers as a whole. David Zaslav, you can eat a dick. Right. Yeah, I think uh, I think it, there's potential here. Uh, looks like they have the original voice actor for Porky and Daffy, Eric Bauza. Yay. From Looney Tune Cartoons, voicing Porky and Daffy. Um, the animation director 
is uh, the guy, uh, Browngart, from Looney Tune Cartoons. Okay. So it's the original animation director. The executive producer, Alex Kerwin, is the Looney yeah, Tunes Cartoons yeah. director. Look, you know Kerwin. Yeah. Kerwin Myers Pictures. And Kerwin. they have uh, the new that character. Kerwin. Notice there was a female pig on the uh-huh. cover. Her name is Petunia Pig, apparently. I, I, I did read that on the on the cover. I read that somebody was playing Petunia Pig, and I don't think we've seen Petunia Pig. No, I think she's a new character. It says they're joined by Candy Milo. Uh, oh, she's from uh, Tiny Toons Looniversity. Okay. So she, I guess, is already canon in the Tiny Toons section cool. of things. So. That's, that's awesome. I, I love this. I love... I love that this is happening. I'm super stoked it's not Bugs Bunny saying, what's up, Doc, to the audience? Like, that's that's exactly what I thought this was going to be. I thought this was going to be Space, Space Jam 2 again. Yeah. But no real people. And a guy named Peter McNichol from the show Numbers as the alien invader. Hmm, I like Numbers. Um... I think it's interesting that they did an alien invasion plot, and it's not Marvin the Martian doing the invading. Yeah. Which maybe has, like, a... He can show up and be, like, an ally for Porky and Daffy instead of being the villain, which could be cool. Or he's a sidekick to the villain. Or he's a sidekick to the villain. That would also be a fun fun thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like Yosemite Sam is going to get mind-controlled into being a sidekick for the villain. That would be fun. But uh, I really hope they don't do... Like, I hope this is contained. Like, yeah. I know it's a world like takeover event but i hope it's still contained with like mostly those three characters i think it will be i think you'll see cameos from a lot of other looney they're not going to make a looney tunes movie without having bugs bunny show up at some point right right i just don't want it to be like like um flash levels of cameo yeah no i don't think it will be in my head the way i see it is like because porky and daffy are a classic pair up yeah they, you throw those two together when it's you want like just wacky shit to happen because they're such opposites bob hope and the other guy who did the road two movies yeah yeah, yeah. or uh jerry lewis and dean martin mm-hmm. yeah any of those classic duos like they they fit into that mold yeah, yeah. it's also funny because you have the porky pig who's kind of the shorter squatter the smother brothers yeah like the, oh, rest in peace i just wife. saw a meme earlier today it's like there's the classic pair up of the small like rounder guy and the tall skinny guy yeah. like, and it always works and that's yeah. Porky and Daffy like yeah. <laughs> the Blues Brothers yeah the Blues Brothers yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tommy Boy even yeah planes trains and automobiles yeah <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of good duo comedy people mm-hmm. and they they do a good job yeah and i th- i feel like this this could they did a good job. There's no more of those. I can't name a single one from this generation. Yeah, no. Like, not, not really. Not even from, like, the early 2000s. No. All the ones I can think of... <sighs> kind of Pineapple Express? Maybe. Uh, no. Well, like... I, like, I mean, what's, if, if what's Pineapple Express face? counts, then so does the interview. And I'm not sure that Yeah, What's-his-face what's and James Franco... Seth Rogen? Yeah, and James Franco. I couldn't remember James Franco's name. I could remember Seth <laughs> Rogen. <so. laughs> uh, yeah, they 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 kind of count. I guess I out of anybody who could be a contender, they would probably win because I can't think of any other like people who are regularly two people in comedy movies together. Yeah, I want to say for a Adam while Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. I, I want to say for a while there was Jonah Hill and. That other kid he was always in movies with, and Jonah Hill was like the the oh Michael Sarah yeah yeah it, but like that was that it was different yeah it seemed more like plot contrived than anything mm-hmm. not yeah comedy duos where'd they go right uh, are they all on podcasts because I guess Probably. I would count the Weekly Planet as a comedy duo and that uh, I mean they're just two guys do a podcast but they've been doing it for like ten years. I think we've moved more into, like, it's almost comedy trio. Like, three to four people in movies now as your main set of characters rather than focusing on just two, which I think is the difference. Yeah, but I want the buddies. Yeah, I mean, no. You don't get the buddy element anymore. You don't get a Starsky and Hutch with four people. No, you really don't. At the same time, though, there are movies from, like, the early ben 2000s. Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Uh, but there are movies from like the early 2000s where you still get that feel. Like any Broken Lizard movie, you yeah, still get the buddy feel, yeah, even though there's so many of them. Yeah. Broken Lizard is kind of like an exception to the rule, though, I think. I can't the exception think that proves the rule, almost. Yeah, because like, there's no... There's not like a lot of like group movies that like have have a continuous feel like that. Yeah, like and the, every movie that they're in together, you tell they're having so much fun. They're having just, fun. You, the, like you buy into their characters, but you also like just realize that them as people are enjoying what they're doing. And the fact that Jay Chandler just like directs all of those yeah. while still like being in the, like ah, oh, it's great. Ah, uh, he's so talented. He's so fucking talented. <laughs> they all are. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, yeah, so, but comedy duos themselves just, like, two people being buddies in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really get that a lot anymore. No, we don't get comedies anymore. <laughs> yeah. This keeps coming up, but I'm sad about it. It's true, yeah. Another reason for us to be excited about this Looney Tunes movie. Yeah. It'll be a fun buddy comedy movie. Yeah. It, with, like, some action elements, some sci-fi, because it's, like, space aliens and stuff. Like, Oh, um... Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's yeah, a great... Can't believe I forgot about them. No, yeah, no. They definitely deserve to... They, the, they are a buddy duo. Buddy duo, definitely. Um, they even did a buddy cop movie. They did. Hot Fuzz, my actual favorite movie of all time. Yeah. So... <laughs> One of us should have remembered that. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we got there, but man, that took us too long. Yeah, yeah. They should have been, like, the top of the list. <laughs> yeah. Shaun of the Dead is, like... Top tier comedy and zombie movie at the same time. Yeah, it is. It, it played out all the tropes before anybody else got there. Hot Fuzz is great because it's a buddy cop movie, and like there's like small town cult shit going on, and like lots of action and murder, but like in the funniest way they could possibly do. Yeah. Like it's so good. It is the it's... penultimate in in comedy movies for me. I don't say penultimate because there's always room for there to be a better one. Like Wayne's World. Nah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you have any Grey Poupon? Uh, I love that movie. It's a really good movie. <laughs> a gun Who, rack? Yeah. What am I going to do with a gun rack? <laughs> I don't even own a gun. I don't own many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. <laughs> what am I going to do with a gun rack? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mike Myers and Dana Carvey counted for a little while. Yeah, that was I was I thought about them, but they were definitely more nineties. Yeah, they were definitely more nineties. They did they they counted for a, a brief period though. Yeah, um, but I think Master of Disguise just kind of killed Dana Carvey's career. But I'll tell you what, it's a good, it's funny. I'll tell you what, like I don't hear any movie quoted nearly as much as I hear the line. Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? <laughs> I need a little inner and some tiny nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that turtle club literally that that line gets quoted all the time. People say it all the time. Yeah, I, like as far as as far as quotable movies go. Master of Disguise kind of nailed it, and Slap I don't know why it was Who's your so... daddy? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> I don't know why it was so badly reviewed. I understand. Like, I've watched it. It's not a good movie. Oh, it's juvenile as fuck. Yeah, it's just like... it. I, I don't know why it was so hated compared to the other movies that were coming out at that time, because Dude, Where's My Car came out, like, a couple years before that. Also, one of the funniest movies of all time. But equally juvenile oh yeah extremely if not more so yeah i would say more so yeah uh, it's like the dude sweet bit yeah the and then bit yeah <laughs> dude it's fucking insane dude right. we speak japanese <laughs> <laughs> no way <laughs> yeah, that, that whole that whole movie sucks actually <laughs> no it's great i love it they get trapped in the fucking yard by the ostriches and the crazy French guy. <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. Look, it can go on the bad movies list, and I will explain why it's bad. And I will explain all the reasons it's not. <laughs> it's an amazing piece of comedy film. I think it was important for the time, but looking back, we can acknowledge that it's bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, all I gave him was chicken. <laughs> he can finish his fucking chicken. Okay, bud. I said hurry up. Chidrens. Uh, yeah, no, I think that there's there's a lot of good in that movie. Just... Maybe it was just because I watched it as a child. Yeah. Like, people probably feel the same way you feel about that as as uh, Kung Pao. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're, but that is such a treasured so movie funny. to me. It's like, so funny. <laughs> I remember actively when I wanted to watch it, people were like, that movie sucks. And, like, I was, I was a kid, but... I don't know, like eight or nine, maybe. Yeah. But I, my mom found it for me and watched it with me. She thought it was hilarious, and I <laughs> thought it was hilarious. It's because it is. Yeah. She also told me that it was stupid, but she laughed a lot of the time, and I was like, I can appreciate that. It, that is like a laugh-a-minute movie. Yeah, it you really don't is. get comedies like that anymore. What's the line about Radio Shack? Uh, <laughs> let me know if you see... A radio shack. He's like dying. Yeah, he's like dying. <laughs> that, that line has always stuck with me for whatever oh, reason. Taco so. Bell, Taco <laughs> Bell, product placement with Taco Bell. Enchirito, macho burrito. <laughs> That's so stupid. And they're doing the fucking. Uh, the, the, I, I oh, think, the, I, the, the, I think the, the triangles. Grabbies, they're grabbing the triangles, yeah. <laughs> The pyramids, I guess. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Do you know where I can get some small triangular pyramids about roughly one inch in diameter? <laughs> right here in my hand. Jingling <laughs> 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 them up and down. <laughs> uh, the other guy, he's like, can I get four pounds of nuts? He's like, That's a lot of nuts! That'll be four bucks, baby! You want fries with that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the that's a lot of nuts line got quoted around my house. Yeah. It sounds way more familiar than I remembered. Like, I didn't remember it until you said it. I was like, I said that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Fuck. Oh, man. Uh, did, do you have a story this week? Or anything? Uh, not really. I might have, but I got very distracted talking about funny movies. <laughs> Oh, good. Let's talk about funny movies some more. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of any more funny movies. The first movie I thought of was Blade Runner 2049. That's not really a funny movie. It's (laughs) It's a good movie. It's really good, but it's not funny. It's not very funny. Yeah, there's always more funny movies. Here, let me rack my brain for a second. I talk about most of... The Simpsons movie did a good job doing an animated movie. It did do a good job. It wasn't, like, my favorite, but it was still funny. It was like watching an elongated episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. You could go to the theaters to see The Simpsons. It was fun. And then he yelled at you for it. It was great. Right? And they did have some really good bits in it. Like, we can't keep stopping for every sop yelled and on base. (laughs) (laughs) That was absolutely one of my favorite bits. Because the, the, just the fact that they were stopping for them. Right. Or when uh, Homer had to climb the dome, so he super glues his hands, and everything's like, ow! 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 <laughs> that's good shit. Like, those are just ostensibly funny bits. Objectively, that's good. Yeah. 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 That movie was also, it, it had a weird tinge for Simpsons, because it was, like, somber, very somber Oh, moments. yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it got serious. Mm-hmm. And I, Simpsons has always kind of done that, but, like, giving it time, giving us time to feel what Homer would be feeling is weird. Yeah. Under, like, taping over the wedding video? Mm-hmm. March taped over the wedding video? Like, that's fucking brutal. Right. That, that, sh- that shit makes me cry. Yeah, yeah, it's hardcore. Yeah. That that movie, it definitely, it, it wasn't afraid to try to go places. Yeah. And it went there. Yeah. And and it worked. It worked. It worked awesomely. It was good. That was a good movie. Stop. Jab one more eye, and it's a felony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't actually have anything to talk about this week either, so we can just ramble on about movies for a minute, because, like, I, I've been... 
playing guitar. Yeah? Yeah. I'm trying to think of another one of, like, my favorite comedies that I don't always talk about, like Tropic Thunder, because I can always go back to Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. Like, we've been over it. (laughs) (laughs) Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Do. I didn't watch either of them. What? I've never seen them. Oh, that's going on the bad movies list. Oh, my God. We're going to double feature that bitch. I love those movies. They're so fucking good. Ryan Stiles is in them, man. I I don't don't know. I never saw them. Do you know who Ryan Stiles is? Wasn't he on, like, American Idol or something? No. Whose line is it anyway? Oh, He was the tall guy with the curly hair. Yeah, yeah. He's still on it. I always just think of Colin Mockery. Yeah, he's so good. He's really good. Whose line? How good a show. Right? That's great. Mm. Um, They they brought it back with um, uh, fucking... What's-her-face? Lana from... Oh, Archer. Uh, Aisha Tyler. Yeah, and she's the host, and it's not as snappy, but it's all the same guys. Yeah. With, you know, like a guest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just getting older, and uh, it, it made me realize that stuff like that show, and I think one of the reasons we can't have as many comedies as we used to is because there aren't universal things that we all laugh at anymore. Okay. Meme culture killed comedies. Um, kind of. But um, it it's just, I think, not meme culture, but more just accessibility to culture killed comedies. Yeah. Because so much of our, our comedies from, like, the mid-90s, we bring them up a lot, but, like, a lot of them are just ridiculously culturally insensitive. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time. Oh, yeah. And, and misogynistic and homophobic. And so um, it seems like people just don't know how to write when it's not those things. And if it's not, like, uh, something that everybody understands, it's got to be a niche comedy so they don't want to release it in theaters. Yeah. And if it's the only things that people really understand universally are offense. Mm-hmm. And we don't think that's as funny anymore. Yeah. Just as, as a whole. And so I think that that lack of also um, parody can't work as well because you can't parody a top 20 song and expect everybody to know it anymore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No one, no one has to listen to the radio. Mm -hmm. No one has to watch the same shows. No one has to see the same anything. None of us have to watch the same anything. So... Uh, because of that, we don't have, like, reference points for parody that everybody understands. That makes sense. Yeah, so I think that's a big reason why why comedies and parody as a whole has kind of died out. That's fair. And why everybody listens to a podcast they like. Because yeah. <laughs> they listen to the one, like, kind of funny they want to listen to. And if they want a different kind of funny, they have a different podcast for that. Yeah, yeah. I just found another movie we can add to the bad movies list, and I'm so surprised that it can go on the bad movies list, because it was one of my favorite uh, comedies that when it came out. It's a fairly recent uh, comedy. It's from 2019. Okay. And it's uh, another zombie flick. Oh. It's called The Dead Don't Die. Oh, you've talked about this before. And yeah. I, I'm just immediately turned off by zombie comedy. But you've explained it before, and it sounds interesting, but... You say zombie comedy, and you're really going to have to work hard to make Look that Look at that work. cast. Just look at it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Iggy Pop's in this. Yes, I know. Tom Waits is in I this. I know. What? <laughs> Rizzo's in this? Yeah, man. I don't understand. This is... They thought this movie was going to do so much better than it did. And it's really sad, because it is genuinely, I think, one of the funniest movies that has come out in quite some time. And it's a very dry humor. Like, it is a very specific kind of of humor that goes into this movie. I assume it's got a Bill Murray sense, as he is top billed. Uh, yeah, it's a Bill Murray sense of humor, but it's... Uh, a very cynical Bill Murray humor. Oh, so he, you followed up with the next person on that cast list, which is Adam Driver. Adam Driver, who keeps breaking the fourth wall the entire movie, <laughs> which is great. 
And it, it's played to great effect. And then every time he does it, he does it by talking to Bill Murray's character. And then he's clear, he's talking to Bill Murray, but he's not. He's talking to the audience. Yeah. But then every time he does it, Bill Murray's just like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> There's a song that's the title track for the movie. It's The Dead Don't Die. It's a song that keeps coming on on the radio and whatnot. Yeah. Adam Driver's character really likes it. And every time it plays, and Bill Murray's just like, what is this song? Why is it playing or whatever? And at one point, Adam Driver just goes, he's like, uh, what do you mean, why is it playing? It's the theme song. <laughs> and Bill Murray goes, the theme song? And Adam Driver just looks right at the camera, he's like, yeah, it's the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Tilda Swinton plays the local mortician, and she's an albino Scottish samurai. <laughs> Yep, all right. All right, right, you sold me on the movie. I think you could have led with that and I'd have been sold, actually. Yeah, and she has a huge crush on Adam Driver throughout the whole movie, and it also played to great effect. It's really funny. Tilda Swinton is really talented. Very talented. Like, (laughs) Like, extremely talented. I just want to... Clarify, like... Like, Willem Dafoe levels of talent. Yeah, like, absolutely. S-tier actor. Mm -hmm. Like, without a doubt. And so, to know that she does that is great. One of my favorite roles that Tilda Swinton ever did was uh, the Archangel Michael in Constantine. It's such... Oh, yeah, I still have not seen that. Wow, really? Yeah, we talked about this. That's crazy. I own that movie. It's a really good movie. I think it's on Max because it's a DC film. Hell technically. yeah. So I, I could watch it. Well, Dead Don't Die is available on Hulu. Oh, so okay. we can watch that at some point, too. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it's got, like, from critics, like, 55% across the board, pretty much. Damn. And then I checked the Rotten Tomatoes score, and it's only got a 38% audience score. Wow. Yeah. I'm shocked by it, because I absolutely love this movie. It's so good. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, with that cast list, that just blows me away. Mm-hmm. Like, the, it's not like the cast makes the movie. You need to have good writers, and you need to have a good director, obviously. But, like, I... A good cast can make a bad movie feel good. Right? Like, a good cast can really work with the material they have and make it something that, like, is at least interesting to watch if it's not good. Yeah. And, yeah, it just is crazy. Huh. It doesn't say how much... The movie costs, The Dead Don't Die, it doesn't say how much it costs to make. It says it only made $15.3 million in box office, though. God, I don't, I don't actually want to know how big of a bomb that was. Right? That's got to be huge. If yeah. The, what, like, I mean, the production value, I assume, was at least decent. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would say the production value is decent. And then having all of those like yeah, those, A-list actors yeah. and famous people in the movie. You gotta hope they did it as a favor, man. Yeah, right? Like, poof, that is a huge loss if they paid them full salary. Mm-hmm. That is... Whoa. Like, I think Adam Driver put them in debt. Yeah. Alone. Uh, yeah, no, but it is an actually good movie. I, I won't talk too much about plot, because I do want you to watch it. We'll uh, do a bad movies on it. Yeah, I... That... Yeah. Tilda Swinton has me sold. Yeah, yeah. Also, the Iggy Pop is in that. Right? Yeah. Like, he's just in there, and that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I like him. <laughs> yeah, he's around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I don't... Are there any other funny movies? Um, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm having trouble thinking of, like, more recent ones. Yeah, I can't think of any recent funny movies. No. Um, I mean, once oh, again, um, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Have you seen that? No. Oh, I. As far as comedies go, really well done. Really funny movie. I laughed a lot, and it's a it's like a family comedy. Oh, and, that's nice. And it's it's animated, and it's really well done. The oh whole wait, thing I might really have good. seen part of that. Yeah, I think I saw like bits and pieces of it at some point. Yeah, that can't go on any bad movies list. It's phenomenal. Like it is. Le- like, I, I don't know what word I was going for. It's very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's insanely good. Supremely good. Ludicrously good. It's so good. It's, uh, like, the our art style is really, like, 
it's not like particularly unique, but it still feels all on its own. Yeah. And the story is interesting and fun without being like too grounded or too out there. Like they just nailed it. They nailed every aspect. And it's a joke a minute. It's so fucking good. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mitchell's vs. Machines. That was the most recent comedy that's been good. It was twenty twenty. <laughs> um what would be, in your opinion, the best Broken Lizard film? Oh, uh, probably the first Super Troopers. The first Super Troopers? Yeah. I haven't seen the second one. I just wanted to clarify. I don't think I've seen the second one either. Um, Beer Fest was fun. Beer Fest was really uh, fun. Club Dread was um, kind of hit or miss for me. I had a lot of fun with Club Dread. I didn't quite understand all the hate that it got. Yeah. I, I don't I think it deserved hate. It just... Uh, it was the, it was like their first movie, like, and you can tell that, that that's that's all the vibes I get from it. It's their second one, actually. Puddle Cruisers is their. Oh, first Oh, I haven't movie. seen that one, but it it feels like a first movie. I'll tell you that. That's that's what I don't like about Club Dread. That's fair, but it's still fun to watch. It's still a good movie. It's just yeah, not my favorite. Uh, I think my favorite actually is uh, the Slam and Salmon. It's I don't a, know that. It's a um, it's a restaurant movie. Okay. It's really, really funny. It could potentially also go on the bad movies. It's got a 6.4 on IMDb, but only a 35% Rotten Tomatoes score. Oof. And yeah. its audience score is only 47. Jeez. Yeah, it can go on bad movies. It can go on bad movies, yeah. It's uh, free to watch on Tubi! Nice. Tubi's been really useful, actually. Right? <laughs> Tubi and Pluto, they have, both of them have a lot of shit on them. There's also um, a really cool streaming service that uh, exclusively streams horror movies for free, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I I know about them. Fuck, I don't remember the name of them, but I I know about it because I I just, like, all of my algorithm has got a lot of horror in it. Mm -hmm. So I I get ads. We like the scary stuff. Yeah. Scary stuff, good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, waiting. Have you seen Waiting? Oh, I love Waiting. Yeah. That is that is like the perfect vision of like if you're going to actively accurately portray working in a restaurant in a movie, it's Waiting. Yeah. That is one hundred percent. That is like the most accurate portrayal of what it's like to be working in a fucking restaurant. Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. Oh, he got the goat (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck. No She goes to get the whipped cream and it's all gone. She's like, goddamn fucking stoners (laughs) doing whippets in the freezer. Yeah, Andy Milanox is sitting there doing whippets in the freezer. Was his name P Dog? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, no, that that whole movie was so good. If you ever want to work in an actual restaurant and you never have worked in the service industry, I recommend service industry. I recommend that you watch that movie first. Yeah, and yeah. then see if you think it's for you. Mm-hmm. Because that is legitimately like my first three years of work experience, like proper work experience, were in a restaurant. I was fifteen, and I like except for the genital stuff, fucking. Yeah, it, no, exactly it is that. Exactly that. And it, there were a lot of jokes about the genital stuff. They, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, there was never the game. No, no, no restaurant I've ever in had the game. No, no, not full on. Uh, there, there definitely yeah. are. There, there are there are approximations of it. Yeah, but, approximations or variations or, yeah. or things like that. Yeah, just but, pushing you the limits of what you can get away with without the boss yelling at you. Yeah. Yeah, pushing the limits is a good way to put it. Uh, the scene at, towards the end where they're waiting and Dane Cook is, like, wiping the one spot in the counter watching the clock. Yeah. Tick- <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I did Somebody that. opens the door. <laughs> and they start throwing shit all over the place. Oh, I did that. Slamming the cutting board down. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. Da, 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 just yeah. the, the, the big cutting board on, like, the big coolers. Just yeah. <laughs> No, I did that that scene I have actually done so many times working in restaurants. Don't go in five minutes before closed to a restaurant. You're an asshole. Yeah. You're an asshole. Even if you tip crazy huge amounts of money. No, yeah. It's not it's, it's not, not a not a nice thing. No. I won't even go into a restaurant if they're like 
in the last hour of being open. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, they're cleaning. They're trying to get out of there. Yeah, <laughs> like, if, I, if I didn't already have my food before that last hour, I would not go in. No. Yeah. I, not even for a fast food joint for me. I feel bad about even going to fast food within nah. an hour. Nah. Um, but, yeah, no, like, it's... Uh, or when she's uh, walking out to the front, she's just like, God fucking damn it, goddamn sons of bitches, she rounds the corner and just smiles. Hi, Hi. how's it going? Yeah. How's everything? Just that instant switch. If you know where I work, I've done that. (laughs) I can do that switch. I'm really, really good at that switch. Me too. Me too. I think everyone that works in a restaurant has done that at some point. Yeah. yeah. Everyone that works as a server has to see the public, has done that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very much a, goddamn motherfucking, how are you doing today? Yep, yep, yep. Don't expect them to be right there, but then you just turn on the smile. No. Hey, how is hey. everything? How's it going? Do you need anything? Can I get you a water? <laughs> this smile is so fake, I feel like the Joker. I hope you have a wonderful day. Yeah. And then they tip you $2.03. <laughs> oh, yeah, you worked at a place you got tips. I, I worked in the back of the house at, at my the restaurant jobs I worked at, so tips were like rare oh yeah back of house almost never gets tips yeah somebody bought us all a beer once that was that's fucking killer yeah that's that's cool that that person was talking about for years (laughs) legend yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i now work in a place where if you get handed a tip you are supposed to hand it back or put it into the donation bucket which is fucking ridiculous yeah we're not allowed to have drinks. What? We can't have drinks. At all? At all. On shift? There's not a spot in the back where you can put your cup? You can a... hide it. That's fucked. Yeah. That's that's actually maybe illegal. Yeah, it's I. you're allowed to get a drink, but you can't keep it. Like, you can't keep it there. You have to... You have to you like, have to when get... you go get a book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's an insane thing. I don't understand. That makes no sense. I understand, like, not having food and eating while you're standing around supposed to be working. But, like, having a drink that you can sip on so you're not dying of thirst is totally different. Or even just caffeine. Yeah. So many of us are dying. Yeah. (laughs) Like, as long as it's not booze, then fucking whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that would be my fucking anything. Like, I don't know. That's fucked up. But, um... It, that that feels illegal to me. I, I think so as long strange. as they allow you to like stop and get a drink, it's not illegal. That's insane. Yeah, I'm not sure though. It's like right. a I also tip. I haven't like looked at the actual rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also a good tip for everyone. I know it's cold where we are in our part of the world right now, but if you live in America and you are going around and it's hot and you need water. Go into a business, they cannot deny you water. Like, if you go into a gas station or something and they try to, you're like, I need water, and they try to be like, water's 50 cents or whatever, you don't have to pay that. They have to give you free water. Just get the smallest cup. Yeah. Well, but you don't have to pay for it. It's yeah. it, because. Well, I mean, I mean, just like, like, generally what they're asking you to pay for is the cup cost. Yeah. Get the smallest cup and just be like, Look, I I will sue you if you try to deny me water. Yeah, because if you go outside, <laughs> if they deny you water and send you back out and you have a heat stroke, then that business is liable because they could have given you water and didn't. Yeah. It's a it is a legal thing. They cannot deny you water. Uh, and why would you? Yeah, why 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 would a person deny another human water? I've never understood that. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand this at all. I also don't understand there's a mentality that comes with that same kind of person that would deny you water because you forgot it. That's like, uh, you, you need to suffer because I had to. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, what did you suffer for if not to make it better? Right. Either that or it's a, well, you did it to yourself. Yeah. You deserve like, it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is equally fucked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah. Uh, do we have a hypothetical? Um, a hypothetical. Oh, uh, actually, I have one. Um, a hypochondrical. Because we've been talking about funny movies pretty much, well, most of the time. Yeah. Um, uh, 
just who who would you like to see or what would you like to see take form as a as a comedic a new, pathway from where we're where we're at now oh like a uh, a new trope yeah well, a new trope or like a new a new person to like be at the front of comedies and like bring comedies more oh. or like you just what would you do to put comedies back in a theater basically um hmm that's a hard choice uh I'm trying to think of a person that would be good to take the helm of kind of that comedy yeah. king title. Like like if Adam Sandler had to pass down the belt to someone. Well, yeah, but Adam Sandler's not like... I wouldn't say anybody calls him a comedy king anymore. He's more of a well-rounded person, and we all respect him now. Mm-hmm. Whereas he was just funny. And, and then he stopped being funny. Um... Well, I I think I have a couple of different answers here. One, they're both going to be people I would like to see come back to try to take that role over. Okay. Um, one of them would be Zach Galifianakis. Okay. He's very funny. He is. And uh, I think he could have the potential to put out the movies like that. Uh, or Will Arnett, I guess. Or, yeah, Will Arnett would be very good. Okay. Um, but my other immediate thought was uh, Mike Myers. I would love to have a return of Mike Myers and have him do some really good old school type comedy. Like some I Married an Axe Murderer type yeah. comedies again. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. See, I was going to. Until you said uh, I Married an Axe Murderer, I, uh, I was thinking, you know, I don't think Mike Myers really knows what people think is funny anymore. But I think if he just went back to what he thought was funny. Mm hmm. And just did that instead of trying to make other people laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think he'd do a good job. I agree. Uh, I I think that, I don't know. I don't know if Love Guru is his idea, but it was uh, a bad one. Uh, Love Guru, yes. That was a character that he originally tried. Uh, it was a very, very short-lived sketch on SNL back in the day. Uh. Um And uh, he actually yeah, brought that character out of retirement to do that movie. Uh, the fun part about that, though, is he actually learned how to play the sitar for that movie. I, that's cool, and you know, respect <laughs> there. But you gotta, you should do it for a good movie. That's wow. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I thought it honestly when I first saw Love Guru, I thought it was funnier than Zohan, and they came out at the same time. Zohan was a bad movie too. Zohan's a terrible fucking movie. Yeah. Both of those should go on the bad movies list. Yeah, I I've never watched Zohan all the way through. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. I actively don't like that movie. Yeah, I, I saw part of it, and I was just like, this is not this is not a movie for me. No, it's not funny. It's not... It tries really hard to be funny. Yeah. And a lot of people, I guess, think it is. But I, I don't find humor in 90% of that movie. No, and like I, like I said, I haven't watched it all the way through, so I can't be total judgment on it. But like from what I saw, it made me not want to watch the rest. So that, that feels like enough judgment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought Love Guru better than You Don't Mess With the Zohan yeah. by far. And those were like the two big comedies that came out that yeah, year. Yeah, those might have been the movies that killed comedies, actually. <laughs> yeah, they might have been. Because um, Love Guru was pretty universally disliked with children thinking it was funny. And then Zohan was pretty split. It was pretty, yeah. Um, it also is weird because it, it like, it has uh, Adam Sandler and the other guy, the the bad guy, the antagonist, who is oh uh, the, the he's the, the guy from, from Mr. Deeds. He's the guy from Mr. Deeds. Yes, I'm yeah. a bit of a sneaky sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also in the the Big Lebowski. He's the bowling. Oh yeah, dude. the the bad guy in bowling. Yeah. Um. But and it has them playing off of like the Israeli Palestine war. Ooh. Like that is the crux of the movie is one of them works for the Palestinian government and one of them works for the Iranian government. That's and really touchy then they right now. Both go to America because Zohan runs away to America to become a hairdresser because he's always wanted to cut hair. This 
We should maybe make this one a priority now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I and, think uh, that would be interesting to do. It is. It is. Uh, it's a thing. Particularly right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that seems. Is I, I am just curious as to where the bias leans in that movie is what I'm going to be honest about. All over the place until the end. <laughs> <laughs> it just wigwags back and forth for a while. It's it's a hell of a thing. It's a hell of a thing. That's that's great. <laughs> that's great. I think Mike Myers would be a good bet to get I, I, to get comedies back if you could get him back to like just just doing what is funny and not trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we can get a little bit of that that early shine he had, some mm-hmm. I married an axe murder, maybe even a little bit into like uh, the first Austin Powers movie because that is a yeah. really good movie. Even yeah. the second one's good. Yeah, it's all three of them are good. <laughs> yeah, the, the third one is the third one is fine. The first two are good. The yeah. third one is fine. Yeah. yeah. It's got some funny bits, but it's overall, like, the, the magic's kind of gone. Yeah. It's a lot of them redoing the old bits yeah. from the other two movies. And then she shat on a, a turtle! turtle. <laughs> that is the one great <laughs> yeah, bit that, that, that bit makes me laugh every time. Well, the one that's all sixes and sevens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bong and a blitz. <laughs> Pipe and a crepe. Cigar and a waffle. My parents let me watch that. Then there is no pleasing. <laughs> I am from Holland. No, wait, no, Isn't they didn't. Isn't that weird? <laughs> they didn't. They didn't let me watch it. I bought it. <laughs> I bought it with my own money. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure my parents just let me watch the Austin Powers movies. I saw them, and then my dad stopped letting me see them after I started flipping people off. <laughs> And I thought it was odd, because I already knew the behavior. Right. He could have just told me not to do that thing. Right. But Oh, the mole bit. <laughs> Chop it up and make some guacamole. That was somebody, was that John Mayer? Who was that? That was somebody famous. It was someone famous. I don't remember who it was. But it was definitely someone famous. Oh, my fucking... He's just standing there with a stick, holding it down by his hip. He's, like, poking the mole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Gold member's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and, see, the, the best part about, like, most of Austin Powers stuff is, like, except for, like, it's, I'm from Holland. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah. Like, it, like none of it is racially charged and anything that's sexually charged is obviously making fun of the horny man and not the woman being objectified by him mm-hmm. like the whole thing is like tastefully done yeah even in what was it the first one when she wants to have sex and austin's like no you're drunk you're drunk that would yeah. be wrong yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> you just don't you like it's not that like, people are writing date rape scenes into movies, but just having that said out loud in a movie is important. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Did you find him? Oh, I think it's Fred Savage. Ah. Maybe. No, that's number three. Is uh, that him? I don't know. The little one. He does not know, realize he is small. <laughs> getting real crowded in here <laughs> yeah seth green's also really good in those movies. yeah seth green seth green could bring back comedy seth bring i seth bring <laughs> <laughs> i really thought the second time would be <laughs> i really just fizzled out Seth Bring Greens Back <laughs> Comedy. That's the name of the movie. Seth Bring Greens Back Comedy. <laughs> Seth Bring Gringo. <laughs> no, Seth Green is is a very funny person, and I think he has had enough experience doing things now that he could do a production thing where he is like, and not not just for. 
the Adult Swim shows. Yeah, yeah. Like for, but he could he could do like a feature length comedy, and it would be good. Yeah, and he wouldn't even necessarily have to be in it, though. I'd like it if he was, but I feel like he would be the kind of guy who could put together the people that would make a good comedy. I agree more than like be like the force behind it. I think he knows how to work with a team better than a lot of actors. He would have the vision. Yeah. He just needs something funny to do. Mm-hmm. But um I think Seth Green would do would do very good in that role as well. Yeah. Um I have two others that I, um are both kind of from community. Okay. Um so Dan Harmon, who made Community. Dan Harmon, yeah. He's a very funny man, and he knows how to write funny well. Yeah, I think if he were to team up with the right people, like like proper Hollywood producers, mm-hmm. and like do, do a movie movie that wasn't related to anything he's already done, it would yeah. be really good. I, I think I agree with that. And I, yeah, I, I think he's really good at finding people who are talented mm-hmm. and working with them as well. So I think he he could bring back comedy, and it would be interesting. But also, um, Jim Rash, I don't know if you know who that is. I don't. I don't know who that Um, is. I think he is um, a really talented, well-rounded, funny person, and I I don't know why I would... I think... (laughs) Like, I don't have any, like, objective reason. He did do a movie where I think he directed... Um, oh, I've seen him in things. Yeah, but, like, he's the way, way back. That was his movie. Okay. Um, but I, I feel like he could do funny in a way that more people would relate to than a lot of other comedic people could do. Like, he, he's, he's a weird guy, but he's, like, weird in a very fun way. Yeah. So, I think I think he could. Do, I think he could do it. That makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think those are all good choices. He's now, also one of those guys that's just been in a lot of things, so he probably has a few connections. Now we need to put take them all, put them in an arena, say battle it out. <laughs> Next, whoever's left standing gets to try their hand at taking bringing comedies back no you just wrote the next one (laughs) you just wrote the one that's gonna bring them back (laughs) it's a death fight between the comedy writers (laughs) i saw this uh meme the other day that i think seth green wins i think so uh uh i saw this meme the other day that i thought was really good it was like uh a movie about um it's it's like the real world but uh, dragons were actually a real thing, and now they've come back in the modern times. But due to, like, an old-timey, like, rule from the medieval ages, only people who are knighted are allowed to fight dragons. So it's, like, Sir Ian McKellen and, like, Dame Judi Dench and, <laughs> like, like all of them yeah. g- getting swords and, like, having to go battle dragons because dragons have come back to the world. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and it's just them playing themselves Paul battling McCartney dragons. Paul do it. Yeah, Sir Paul McCartney. Like, I think that would be really funny. Just like a bunch of old knighted people who are like, fuck, we have to go fight dragons. That would be really good. (laughs) There are younger knighted people. People get knighted a lot more than you'd think. Or they did. I don't know what the queen or the king's doing now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about the monarchy that much. But I know there were a lot more people on that knighted list than I thought there would be. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, people get knighted for all sorts of shit. I mean, when the Beatles got nominated or knighted, it was a huge fucking controversy because they were pop stars. Mm-hmm. And the people who were getting knighted before that were like war heroes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like Christopher Lee. Yeah. <laughs> a fucking, fucking legend. Yeah, Christopher Lee is like the most legendary man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I think that's... I think that's that. Yeah. Um, if you want to tell us about funny movies or why this podcast has suddenly gone downhill. No, uh, it hasn't. <laughs> you can get a hold of no, us. No, it didn't. <laughs> Daddy didn't love me. <laughs> Daddy wasn't there. Changed my underwear. Get a hold of us at trueneutralpod at gmail.com. To take me to the fair. <laughs> Daddy wasn't there. We should do that song. That's a, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be funny. 
Uh, yeah, you can get a hold of us at True Neutral. Check out the other channels. We've got the True Neutral Asks channel. we got the True Neutral True Crime channel. We'll have the Bad Movies channel up and running very, very, very soon. I swear it. And uh, we also have a TikTok that you can go check out. True Neutral Studio. TikTok. Yeah. We have an Instagram. Things might get posted there. <laughs> Occasionally. True Neutral Studios and Instagram. Give that a follow. Yeah. Look for the Neon Banana. Banana. Follow the neon banana. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>